This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being. Being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Vanessa Delgado says that people fail to realize the in-between of the pictures. The bad days that may well last for days, weeks, or even months on end. The time including years of effort, consistency, frustration that involved tears, failures, successes, and hardships. All the boring stuff that magazines don't sell, diet books that miss this topic, coaching programs being sold that lie, all the unsexy stuff not shown on social media, the day-to-day grind. Being in a time where cosmetic surgery, minor or major, common or not common, people often slap a transformation on their pictures while making people believe it was done naturally. A picture cannot capture behind the scenes of everything behind the time frame one often places on the pictures or captions. The common belief of things being a lot more simple than they actually are. The magic happens in the hardest part of it all. When you say no to certain foods, when you have to remind yourself daily of why and to do it. Really, I can give you a whole long list of what really happens. Although this isn't a post about that, rather the whole idea. These pictures glorify dramatic changes or weight loss rather than at least including health. Oftentimes, people are only looking at the bigger the number, the better. Let's not forget if it was done in a crazy, unrealistic time frame. No one really looks at the healing of your health inside and out. Valeria Tellis interviews Vanessa Delgado. She is an ISSA certified personal trainer and works with clients online. She focuses on helping people get started on their fitness and health journey, lifestyle coaching, Vanessa began her journey six years ago when she decided she needed to make a change in her life. She was at a point where she had gained weight, felt depressed and unhealthy, and scared because a lot of unhealthy diseases run in her family. Vanessa had no knowledge on nutrition or training and had never dieted, but she didn't let that stop her from making changes. Throughout her journey, she went through many changes and obstacles, such as body dysmorphia, under-eating, bulking, extreme dieting, amenorrhea, disordered eating, and dealing with comparison from Instagram influencers and bodybuilders, etc., etc. Through trial and error, she became passionate to learn and overcome the obstacles she faced. And although she made a lot of progress and learned a lot, Vanessa still had trouble knowing what balanced was or looked like. 
It wasn't until she started going to therapy where she reached a point where she learned a lot of what was missing and the source of unhealed wounds. As she began to work through those, the feeling of not doing or being enough, the perfectionism that showed up in her fitness and health lifestyle really began to come together and make sense and lead her to find the permission she needed to have a healthy, balanced lifestyle. Here is the interview with Vanessa Delgado. In your own words, who is Vanessa Delgado? I would say that I am a passionate, warm-hearted, interesting soul. That's beautiful. Thank you. What is to be healthy? What is to be a healthy person in your opinion, Vanessa? I would say that for me, it just represents something that is sustainable, but also that there's some type of balance um, where you can challenge yourself enough, but still be able to not stress yourself to a level that's going to drain you and that's going to kind of hinder some of your progress. And, and there's a lot of making sure that you know, you're know you eating right and you're sleeping well, you're having enough movement in your day, and then the mental aspect of it as well. Mm, yeah, I like that balance. Do you think it's possible to have balance all the time or it's not realistic to think that way? I think it you can, but it depends on your goals. So being out of balance sometimes also can be part of the journey, right? Of uh, one's journey. Yeah, I definitely would say so. What is another word for life? I would say that it has to do with, I don't know if I, I have a, a specific word for it, but maybe like self-discovery could be something that I would might maybe relate it to. Mm, yeah, self-discovery. So in a way, you are kind of relating us to life, life itself. Yeah, how cool. Um, what inspires you to be a good person, to do good in the world? Because I I feel that you know, a lot of us are missing a lot of things in life. Um, we, we go through struggles and, you know, we don't need to like add to to that and, you know, try to make it, we can connect better with one another. Yeah. I think there is enough right, of the uh, of the challenges you just spoke of and, and, and difficulties. We should, we should not add to it. I really love that. Um, what is the world's greatest need in your opinion? I would say more love, more compassion. I agree. Is there a difference between love and compassion? Not really, because at the end of the day, I feel it, it kind of comes together as one. But it, I guess it's kind of like a step into the one. How do you define love? Love is something that can be seen, can be touched, can be felt. Um, can or cannot? It can. It's possible to to be manifested in many ways. Yeah. Do you believe in God? Yes, I do. Yes. Where and who is God to you? 
I don't really know where where <laughs> God would be it other than other than you know within us. And as far as actually, you know what? I think that God is with within us and all of us. What do you think is the purpose of your life? I think I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's been a little difficult, but I have been trying to connect. That's kind of been a huge part of my journey is trying to to find that. Do you think that life has a grand purpose for all of us? That is something that I have questioned. Ultimately, I think that there is, but I don't know that if everybody's or everyone's purpose is necessarily going to be something grand. Grand in the sense of of becoming love or manifesting more love into the world. Yeah. yeah. That might be, right? That's my guess. Yep, yep. I, that's actually kind of like what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, good. You see, you didn't say it, but I said it. <laughs> yeah, and that yeah, yeah. And love. So let's talk about what you do and how you do it um, and your thoughts about health and wellness. Why did you decide to become a personal trainer? I just started to grow a big passion for it. I realized how much it changed my life and I wanted to help others achieve what I was feeling. That leads to my next question about challenges. Uh, what challenges did you face that led you to become who you are today? Um, basically just from everything that I've gone through from certain things, you know, as a kid and just a lot of my adolescence, um, challenges and even being an adult just kind of led me to where I just really started to question a lot of things and wanted to, wanted to get answers. Right. And that's always the case with all of us, right? Um, challenges and suffering. Are there any um, specific challenges that helped you, really made you to think deeper and question a lot more life, yourself and others? I would say that it was just kind of a series of challenges that kind of led me just to kind of hit rock bottom mentally. And I just knew that I wanted to get out of that hole that I was feeling that I was in. So you had that uh, awareness that I think they call it self-awareness when we realize that something's wrong and then we try to look for solutions. Um, what solutions did you find that were helpful? I would say that I started to go to therapy. I just started to kind of educate myself on, on it because I was really unaware of how that all worked. I just kind of started, you know, doing some research and reading books and then just kind of gaining some knowledge through that. And that has been a huge change for me. Yeah, books. I love them. Do you remember some of them? Would you mention the titles of some of these books you read? The, one of the first ones that I read was a, actually is from an author named John Bradshaw. He has a series of books that I basically have read, um, one of them being Family Secrets, um, The Path from Shame to Healing. Yeah, I never heard about this book, but it sounds interesting to me. Yeah, I love, I love all his books. And that, um, do you recall the main message? It kind of, um, the one that I mentioned was kind of like a 
it kind of follows the first one that I read because that one's actually the second one. But because um, I can't remember the first one's name, but this one talks about um, family secrets. So, you know, we grow up uh, not realizing that sometimes some of these secrets that our family, you know, have are actually really affecting us um, within our lives. And even if we're not necessarily aware of them. Yeah, that's interesting about secrets. Yeah, I I usually say that I don't like them. I don't like secrets. It's, we're always better off just expressing us, ourselves and trying to create more clarity, right? And bringing light. Yeah, um, yeah. But there's a lot of, I think, a lot of topics that we don't like. It might not be uh, a secret per se, but it's just... Um, uncomfortable. Most people don't want to talk about certain things, right? And then becomes a secret. I feel like no one really does anything out of uh, trying to be dark or to be bad. They just do, um, they're just trying their best with what they have. We can't give what we don't have. So let's talk about transformation. One of the things that I, before I I tap into that topic. Let me ask you a question about um, comparison. Why do you think we compare ourselves so much to others? I think that, honestly, I think it boils down to a lot of trauma behind or or, um, needs weren't met. And that just kind of adds to what society is just enhancing. So... Would you say that it's, um, in a way, the lack of self-knowledge? Yeah, definitely self, you know, la- lack of self-knowledge and not being self-conscious. Talk to me as well, before transformation, talk to me about perfectionism and feeling that we are not enough. It's something that you mentioned in your article. Perfectionism is something that I have dealt with big time. And I, I guess through a lot of the therapy work that I've been doing um, and reading uh, different things, I, I feel like I've gone to understand a, a little bit more um, in the in recent times. And I think for me personally, or at this point in time, it it comes from just not. It kind of comes back to the childhood and not being told enough, not getting praise enough, not being reminded or told certain things that I would have liked to have been told. Yeah, that goes back to that word clarity, right? Lack of clarity and transparency from people around us. Yeah, I, I absolutely relate with that because I grew up in the, the same way with a lot of uh, secrecy and uh, a lot of violence too. And um, yeah, that's funny. And that kind of stays with us for so many years. In my case, it was like 30, 37 years. I live in that way, trying to look good for others and be what other people expected me to be. What is the uh, what are you learning about um, the opposite, let's say, of perfectionism? What is the balance? That sometimes your best doesn't always have to be, you know, the best. And sometimes you just have to tell yourself that you are enough and just that constant uh, self-talk and and even kind of challenging yourself to do something that you wouldn't that you normally would do that you felt had to be perfect yeah i like that do you connect uh, that balance to self-love 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, do you love yourself unconditionally? Definitely learning. <laughs> that's yeah. something that that's, I think is, is a, pro, a part of my journey for sure. Wow. Uh, do you have an idea what would that be like to love ourselves unconditionally? I think it probably would would involve less negative self-talk and it would involve more just being at peace with yourself and not really needing validation from outside and def- and definitely having a little bit more balance too with anything. Yeah, right. The balance will be part of anything. Even if we lose the balance a bit, we know how to go back to it, having that math, right? Yeah. That's inner peace, I call it. Yeah. And when yeah, you're ex- at peace, you know how to go back. Always know. So true. Um, so let's talk now about transformation. So transformation pictures, the before and after pictures. What are the positive and negative aspects of those images? The positive and the negatives is the positives would be that, you know, it, it shows a lot of of you know the dedication and 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 the the accomplishments that you made and and it's, there's a lot of positivity around that but the negatives i would say that i think sometimes people think that it's it's like a quick process and everything just kind of flows you know easily and just in this like straightforward slope and and they don't really know you know the the things that it can kind of happen behind the scenes yeah, and that's what I would love to know from you. What is that behind those transformation images that we don't see, that we fail to see? Sometimes it means that you don't, you don't, you know, you you, you fail um, at eating something that you wanted to, or you didn't have a good workout. You had to, you know, step away because something happened. You cry because you feel like you're not really, you know, getting anywhere because you're not seeing that many results. I mean, there's just so much that can happen. And I think, you know, each person's situation could totally be different. True. Because we're not, you know, we're all different and unique. Have you been through that yourself, transforming your body completely? I, yeah, I definitely did. Um, it took took definitely took a while um, because I, f- I feel like there's been different uh, transformations throughout my personal journey. So even within that, it has changed a lot too. How do you uh, describe the process, your own process of transforming? What was the motivation? That's actually my main question. What, why did you want to transform your body in such a way? I think when I first, honestly, it's changed a lot because when I first started, it was, I didn't feel like I was in my body because I have always been on the thinner side and I just found myself just gaining quite a bit of weight and it just no longer felt like I was me. And I just wanted to kind of get back to that place where I felt like I was myself. So your process was um, not looking fuller or not having a bigger body that was you had to go back so to what you you're used to yeah that concern yeah and that is such a trap isn't it i've been there too boy 
<clears throat> trying to live for the body. And and I just talked to somebody else recently who said something very interesting. Her book is about transformation, the transformation promise. And she talked about structures that we create all these ideas and structures in our lives. And then we become slaves to those structures. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? The body's one of them. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, yeah, I, I never heard it that way. And I'm, I thought, wow, that's fantastic. That's true. What a great way of seeing that. How did you change? How are you changing regarding that kind of mindset of trying to stay one way? Life is change. How did you change? How is your mind changing? And why do you think we are so caught up and uh, staying the same and kind of uh, pushing away change? I think we we get caught up in the staying the same because it's familiar. And when you're familiar with it, you get comfortable and comfortable is always just... Yeah, that was the general question. For you, what has changed? Like your mind, where you think now? Yeah, is that different than before? Very different or... And how different? It has. Um, it's changed for me because I... Um, I think a huge part of it was because I started going to therapy and just reading a lot about myself and trying to find myself a little bit more. And with me kind of hitting, kind of beating myself up almost physically, um, where I overdid it um, all the time, for instance, in the gym and with food, I was under eating at one point. Um, so just kind of, you get too wrapped up and focused on one side of it and it's just like something kind of overcomes you and is like hey what are you doing and um just trying to find myself back to a different place is is what's been huge right that's so wonderful and maybe we're all walking uh that path trying to get there unconditional self-love and inner peace I love um, a phrase, something that you wrote. You said, the before picture of you is just as important as the after you. There were struggles before, during, and after that deserve just as much compassion. That is, that's beautiful. I love that. Thank you. So, yeah, really beautiful. Thank you. So my question is, how do we learn to appreciate the transformation journey more than we obviously do now and become less obsessed with our goals? That's a def a definitely a hard one to, to kind of get to because you just have to kind of think of the the process and and as long as you are aware that it's it's a long process to get there at some point it's like you have to just kind of think of it it's like okay i'm going to just enjoy i might as well enjoy it because it's it's going to it's going to take a long time to get there yeah enjoy each step instead of trying to get somewhere like struggle fighting to get somewhere yeah. So if you, if you know, if you never, sometimes, you know, I would, I've thought, you know, if I never got to that place that I think is the best place, what, you know, what would, what would that look like? Would I, am I going to just sit here and be miserable? Cause you know, so you just kind of have to make the best of it. Yeah. That's a great way of thinking of living. Absolutely. Also because, um, we don't know when the journey, the, the real journey, could end, right? Our lives. We have 
it could end at any moment. So there's, it's not really wise to uh, wait to be happy or to be thin or wait for anything, really. Uh, anything that we find, that we know it's, uh, it's good, uh, quote unquote, good. Um, so I'm going to be asking you a couple of questions about uh, weight loss programs. Uh, what are the signs of an un- unrealistic weight loss program? I think it depends on the person because if a person has a lot more, you know, weight to lose, then it's going to probably look a little bit different than somebody who just has a few pounds that they want to get rid of or, you know, kind of change. So it depends, right, for the weight loss program in general. But how do it? I think you mentioned um, diets or programs that they are unrealistic and it's all about losing weight fast. It's easy to tell when a program is just unrealistic and unsustainable. If you can't find yourself um, doing something, you know, a certain diet, for example, uh, for more than two weeks. I mean, honestly, two weeks is, I feel like it's almost like that sweet spot where you're like, okay, I just finished two weeks and how hard was that? If it's really difficult, then it might not be something that is going to be sustainable long term. Yeah, I agree. Do you know of any weight loss program that worked and works that, let's say, is the best out there? Do you have some of them in mind? Um, no, because I think that everyone has a, you know, a different um, preferences. And so it really just kind of, it's more to do with what you're going to be able to sustain more relatively close to that than it is to go to, you know, a specific diet, because I feel like any diet can technically work as long as it's something that fits per your uh, medical needs or your, um, you know, preferences. Right. Yeah. And that makes sense. Because any type of diet, diet's a diet. If you change your diet, you most likely see results. But long-term results, yeah, it has um, been requires different kinds of uh, of components, and I would say that self-love it's definitely one of them. <laughs> um, would you like to say to add anything else before I begin asking you my final questions? No, I think uh, I'm ready for the, the questions. <laughs> Um, I hope I covered most of what you wanted to discuss and put out there, Vanessa. And if I didn't, please, uh, you can take a moment and um, kind of add. Um, no, I th- actually, I think you, you know, you asked me some really good questions. So I think, yeah. Okay, I'm glad. <laughs> you did a really good job. <laughs> Thank you. So my final questions. Uh, how do you define success? What is success to you? I think success means that I am healthy, um, both physically and mentally, and that I have a good relationship with the people that uh, I care about and that I am financially able to sustain myself. And just being the best version that I can be, um, I think that all kind of uh, makes up success. Mm, I love that. The idea of Self-awareness, self-knowledge, right? Going back to self. What is to be a strong person? Uh, that's a good question. Um, 
I think a strong person is somebody who just doesn't give up and they keep trying, they keep going, but they do it in a way that they're self-aware and they're trying to, you know, make the changes that are needed to continue. Um, It's even that it's okay to know that you don't always have to necessarily feel like you're strong, but you are strong. Yeah, I like that idea of a strong person, someone who never gives up, um, but also somebody who is aware um, of not hurting herself, himself, and others. Yeah. That is, that it's a healthy way, isn't it, of being strong. Mm-hmm. What was the hardest lesson to learn about yourself? That's a really good question, too, because I feel like there's been quite a bit of them. But um, I would say that one of the hardest ones is just to know that I'm enough with just being here, being alive. Wow. Yeah, that is powerful, right? If we can all get to that point of learning that that lesson, yeah, then there's so much room for joy, right? For meaning, purpose, and and happiness. And speaking of joy and happiness, what is your greatest joy? I would say that my greatest joy is just knowing that I have the opportunity to 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 make, you know, better choices and better options and just to keep growing. I just love the fact that I can have that opportunity uh, each day and apply what I learn and hopefully um, that other people can, you know, gain some of that and, you know, help them to maybe get inspired by it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you probably heard that quote, famous quote, and it's a cliche almost these days, that we must be the change we want to see out there. Yeah, and I definitely agree. Everything starts here, here, here first. Um, what is another word for healing? I would say healing, probably mourning, griefing, yes, yes. That is an interesting answer. I never heard of that before. Why mourning? <laughs> Why? Um, because in order to heal, you have to go through that wound, you know, that heal, that grieving process of whatever is it that hurt you, whatever is it that broke you. And once you kind of, once you kind of get that out, it's kind of like, you know, when you take a bullet out or you're taking venom out, you know, you're taking everything out of you and then you can kind of heal and Wow, that is so interesting because in a way what you're saying is that we are, it's a death, something's dying, something that no longer serves us. Yeah, yeah. How wonderful. Wow, I never heard of that before. Thank you. That's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm still like uh, reflecting on it. Never heard of that before, that way. Um, if you knew you would die soon in a sense of losing the body, um, would you make any change in your life? I wouldn't, actually. Wow. No change at all? No. That is amazing. Do you believe in life after death? I do. Is that the reason you would be fine and at peace if you knew you were- Yeah, I think definitely that's... Uh, actually, I never really thought about it that way, but uh, yeah, I, I would say that I mean, I think that's what makes me kind of feel comfortable is to know that, you know, whatever things I've experienced led me to where I am today and 
that's going to kind of serve a purpose, if um, you know, for afterlife. Wow. What kind of life do you believe exists after this one? Because I think it could vary between each person. In some cases, some people may not, may have served everything that their soul needed to serve um, in this lifetime. And for others, it could mean that it's just the beginning for them. Okay. It's something that, so in a way, is a, is a trust. You trust that everything's happening for a reason and you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And you're just open to life. Correct. Yeah. Wow. I love that, Vanessa. I really love that. And that is uh, what I call inner peace. Yeah. When you're open and there's no fight, uh, you do what you have to do. You accept everything as it is, and yourself included. And yeah, and life's beautiful. And death too. (laughs) Both. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. What are three things about life you know for sure as of today? I would say that that's a really good question. Um, I think everything definitely um, has, has, has its purpose even when we don't think of it that way. I think that we're all just learning and growing. And, you know, a lot of us are all relatable in some way. We're all connected in some way. That was the second. Do you have a third one? I feel like there's so much, but I, I, for some reason, I just can't think of it at this moment. And then after the interview, you're going to say, oh, my God. So I should have said this, 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 <laughs> that comes to mind after, right? Right, <laughs> <You> right. <probably. laughs> um, okay, so we'll leave um, at that, those two points. Um, you mentioned soul before. Um, I'm wondering if you connect soul with the spirit. Is that the same thing? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so the soul is the spirit and it's a part of us that lives on. That's how you believe? That's what you believe in? Yeah. Right. There's so much to talk about the soul, right? All these, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's like another subject in itself. Absolutely. It has been a meaningful conversation, Vanessa, and very genuine. Thank you so much for your presence. Thank you. Where can we find more information about you, your work, services, and future projects? I have a blog, um, which is on WordPress currently. Um, I'm working on revamping that a little bit, but then I also have, I actually have three Instagram accounts. Um, one, I kind of have them niche down to, I typically tend to use, uh, one of my Instagram accounts a little bit more just because that's what I'm connected to the most at the moment. Um, but I am very, uh, multi-passionate person. So that's why I kind of created three. So my main the Instagram, uh, the one the main one that I use is Instagram uh, at uh, Vanes Yev. So it's V A N E S V E Y. I mean, I'm sorry, it's uh, Y E V. And the I have a fitness up account, which is I believe it's also I'm I, I'm sorry, I can't even think of what it is right now at the moment. Uh, I want to say it's Vanessa Yev with Y-E-V Fitness. 
And then I also have a third one, um, which is, I, I'm not on it as much, but that one is uh, finance for financial minimalism. So that one is um, at Clean Slate uh, with two E's. Perfect. That is wonderful. Thank you so much again for your presence and for our conversation today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'll talk to you soon, Vanessa. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Vanessa Delgado, please visit her website, vanessayev.wordpress.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. I want to thank the Patreon members, Lawrence McGrath, Mark Basden, Terry Clayton, and Aidan Vickrock. Thank you again for listening, and bye for now. Bye.